when a simple person like us wants to taste the flavor of an orange, for an example. So he's looking for the sweetness of the fruit. But while he's looking at the fruit itself, he immediately runs into the outer layer of the peel and he cannot reach into the sweetness of the fruit itself until he will remove the peel, will take it off. And then when he's removing the peel, he's still not in that layer of sweetness of the great flavor and taste of the orange. He has more layers to break. There are layers of separation that are covering the sweetness in thousands. You can break that orange into the parts that he's built off. Excuse my English not to know that word of those slices of those parts. But even when you cut them out and you try to bite into the fruit itself, you're going to run into deeper layers of small tiny bags that inside of them you will see other smaller, tinier bags that are holding juice. And that is not really juice. It's also smaller, tinier bags that are holding cells within them. And if you're going to break those particles more and more and more, you're going to find yourself in between the atoms that are making all the system of physicality moves. And you're going to understand that you have not reached the core itself. The inside of any life form will always going to stay mysterious and hidden from us. And with the greatest and largest microscope, you won't be able to find the truth. You will always going to find yourself between husks and between coverings and in between particles and you will never find what that you're looking for. This is when you are trying to investigate and find something that is external, something that is outside of yourself. But if you will be able to speak with the orange and ask him who you are, he will be able to answer you the whole truth about himself. The orange itself knows who he is. He is aware of his nature. The blockage that we have to find the truth, that trap that we are at while investigating, falling into world of separation, of dividings, of husks and coverings, 
is the external world, is the outside world. But when you are investigating inside yourself, there you can find the unity and the oneness of your being. When you're finding yourself from within, you're finding the one, you're finding the creator. But when you try to look outside, it's true, you can explore to great distance, you can see billions on billions of particles that combines infinity, but you will never be able to complete the picture, to see it all, to count them all, to realize their essence. You won't be able to do so. Because we are creations that are limited under the limitations of place and time. Therefore, you won't be able to cross and understand and grasp the completion of place and beyond time. But when you are nullifying yourself and taking yourself away from the external observation on the outside world that is full of details and you just look within searching for your own true self, you connect yourself with your oneness. And this is also the secret of Shlombait, of marital peace, that there cannot be truth unless there is unity. And this is why for true connected souls, their connection is the most important thing in life more than anything else. Because without their oneness, without their unity, for them it's to fall into the world of wilderness, of husks, of lies, of separation. But unity and connection is the world of truth, is the world of oneness, is the world of Hashem. That Hashem is Echad, and His name is Echad. Hashem is one, and His name is one. Why are we talking about the future? Is saying, in that day that will come, in that day Hashem will be one, and His name will be one. We believe that He is already one, and that His name is already one right now, was, is, and will be always beyond time. But today we cannot grasp all the details because we are under those husks. We fell into that exiled outside of the Garden of Eden zone, world of separation, world of darkness, of husks, of coverings. And therefore we cannot see that His name is complete and that His oneness is including all. But in that day, that knowledge will cover the world like water covers the sea, we will see the unity and we will realize that all the particles combines and includes in one. And we and Hashem will be one. And this is why we're saying Shema Yisrael 
Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hashem, that He is our God, He is one, He is our God. We know that we are all included in one. Shema Israel, in the name of our Father, Israel. By the merit of that righteous man, Israel, that saw that Hashem is one, that found out that Hashem is one, that he completed his faith in such perfection that he was able to give it to the next generation, to all his children, for them to enjoy one blessing of being faithful under one God. By his merit, we can say for sure that Hashem is one and his name is one. May the blessing of Yaakov Avinu protect us all and heal us all and wake up all the souls of all our siblings, the ones who forgot who they are, the ones that we forgot who they are. May we all join and be reunited under the wings of the Shekhinah in unity, in greatness, in honor, in truth, in love, in respect, in health and happiness. In our days, Amen. This is Dror Moshe Kasuto. Glad you've been listening. The Emuna Project is a non-profit dedicated to producing faith-based media like this podcast. To support our work and to see all our activities, books, and services, visit emuna.com. That's E-M-U-N-A-H dot com. You can also connect with me on social media at Rav Dror for posts and updates. Chazaku Baruch, strength and blessing.